Welcome to Logical, the UE's first and the only legal podcast. Uh, my name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL, Yamalava and Pleska. And as ever, here is Ludmilla Yamalava, the managing partner. Good to see you. Good to see you, Tim. This time, uh, and I'm fascinated by this, Ludmilla, I'm a, or was, not so much these days, an avid watcher of auction shows on TV, and there are many of them, but auction houses in the UAE, and it's not something I know much about, I've never really seen much on auctions, but these days, you're starting to see more and more. It was never something that really factored much into UAE life, but it's starting to change. Indeed, uh, with one exception, that we've had um, Emirates Auction, and that's a service, a company, and a service that has existed actually quite quite some time. And in fact, Emirates Auction is, uh, at a high level, is is a government uh, business or government company and government sort of at least affiliated um, company that through which uh, all auctions that happen in the courts uh, take place. So anytime you have enforcement proceedings uh, and uh, through the courts, so all of the properties, assets, whatever it is that would be subject to that particular court case would be auctioned through Emirates Auction. And so Emirates Auction has existed for at least 10 years. And I even remember when it was uh, set up, <laughs> yeah, been in the UAE that long. Uh, but so Emirates Auction has existed and it's actually quite nifty and um, there's a special app uh, and you can list your own items as well. You don't have to necessarily go through the court process, but for the time, for the for the most part, it really kind of more relates to, to court proceedings or to judicial proceedings uh, and is not really... Um, uh, perhaps a portal that people feel very comfortable with just to use kind of a on a on a day to basis and you know not one that perhaps as you said Tim that you would necessarily watch uh, for fun <laughs> uh, because it is it does have that more of a judicial uh, uh, feel or um, application so it does now I'm a I'm a sad watching afternoon TV kind of guy you see as, as you well know Ludmilla um, but it's interesting because I sold a car recently um, with a, one of these websites we'll sell your car and give you no money.com or something like that I forget the name but essentially they bought the car and they then sold that car at auction and, and I was able to say you know I, I need it to get that and it was auctioned at that level so it is easier now to get licensed to host auctions as part of your I guess your business model um, we'll look at where you can do that in a moment but first of all just from a legal perspective and I think this is important how are auctions defined in the UAE? Well an auction is ultimately just another type of business and therefore another type of license and so what um, so for example when we talk about auctions what we talk what we think of more typically are art auctions right and for example Sotheby's or Christie's you know this is kind of what we often think of when we think of auctions particularly relate to art Mm. Uh, so Emirates auction is not really for this kind of uh, uh, auction activities uh, so um, it's um, it's more you, it would be more subject anything to do with art would be more subject to the Sotheby's and Christie's type auction houses. Now in the UAE, and let's let's put Emirates Auction aside now. In fact, it is possible to set up an auction house, and it's uh, it's possible to set up an auction house for ultimately anyone. It doesn't have to be government owned or government related or government sponsored or government approved. 
uh, there are options to set up this business as as, as I said it's just your other any other type of business activity and as um, and in the UAE there is that activity it's called basically auction um, auction activities or auction house uh, license uh, so and there are several places where you can set up a business um, to, um, to to conduct auctions uh, uh, under the auction hall or auction house uh, activity uh, or, or related. And we can go through what those activities could be uh, shortly. But um, at a high level, one is we already have a number of auction houses. And that is Sotheby's is indeed and in fact uh, set up and exists and, and has been operating in the UAE for quite some time, um, as is the case with Christie's. So already have these auction houses in place. And they were not set up just purely because of some special uh, wasta, as we call it in the UAE, but rather because that legal framework exists for auction houses to be set up. Now, the legal framework, there is there are several kinds of diff different options. So Christie's and Sotheby's, for example, are currently set up in the DIFC, uh, which is the Dubai International Financial Free Zone Authority, which is a free zone authority. Uh, so these two auction houses in particular chose to set up in that free zone authority. So uh, obviously that means the DIFC offers auction uh, auction activities as a license for businesses to opt for. Uh, but in addition to the DIFC, and the DIFC is, is not the only economic zone that offers these kind of uh, licenses, the Dubai... Department of Economic Development, uh, or otherwise known as DED, or otherwise known as the mainland, uh, you and the in, in not just in Dubai but in the UAE, there's all the DEDs in different Emirates are considered to be the mainland economic zones, uh, and so these these um, DED departments also offer uh, auctioning activities or auction licenses. So, for example, in Dubai, there is very similar licensing activity as in the DIFC. Uh, for auction-related licenses and businesses. Uh, so these are at least two examples in the UAE where you can you can set up an auction house, not just in the, either in the DFC free zone or in the mainland, Dubai, under DED. And uh, both this, the DED and the DIFC use more or less the same three classifications in terms of the description of allowed activities uh, for auction businesses. So, for example, one such classification is what's called an auction hall. So, in other words, you can set up an auction hall. And this is a commercial license, uh, which allows businesses to buy and sell goods, um, such as jewelry or cars and real estate. So... Um, this is uh, obviously this is somewhat different from your Emirates auction because it's it perhaps would be more tailored to more luxury cars, more luxury jewelry, more luxury real estate. Uh, but um, and it's it's not does not have to go through the kind of the court system. Uh, so in order to auction off these items, so you could see how those who are interested more in luxury items would want to set up this auction hall. Um, so that's one classification. The other classification is the auction organizing activity. Uh, and this is a professional license versus an auction hall, which is a commercial license. So this is a professional license. And this professional license is for organizing public auctions to sell properties or movables. Uh, or for obtaining auction permits, 
or for venue leasing or transfer of ownership. So in other words, these are, as I guess the name suggests, this is an auction organizing activity. So it's a it's a, almost a, a service, uh, an, an ancillary service uh, to the main auction hall uh, where you would help with the, the the organizing the auction activity so you're not necessarily conducting the auctions you're just providing services in support of these auction halls right. um so you could for example you and i we don't really uh, perhaps are, we're not of a caliber to set up our own auction hall but we might be interested in providing services uh, to the auction hall in terms of because we've been in dubai for long enough in terms of now, organizing venues because we know where the venues are and um, uh, and how to obtain different permits uh, for every auction because every auction is a separate event and it would require separate uh, permits. Um, so that's the other or that's the other activity or license which you can have uh, in on its own if you are interested in the auction industry. And the third classification is the authentic artifacts and antique auction houses. So this is very specific because it does refer to antiques. And antiques, as is the case in most other countries, are subject to very strict regulations. And this, too, is a commercial license. And this particular license is used for conducting auctions of genuine artifacts uh, and antiques and artworks, which obviously the authenticity, the certifi certification are very much at play in this um, in, in this kind of industry. So it is subject to a very specific license and therefore would be subject to very specific regulations. So just um, to sum up, the options for setting up an auction business in the UAE are there, and they have been there for quite some time. It's more than one option. You could do it on a free zone, such as the DFC, or on the mainland, such as DED. But irrespective of where you are, for the most part, the um, classifications for businesses are the same. So let's say the DFC and DED use, do the, say, use the same three classifications, which I just shared. Uh, and um, so which I guess establishes some sort of uh, predictability or consistency uh, across the UAE in terms of uh, what you can do if you want to be in the um, uh, in the auction business. Uh, also, importantly, is that you can combine some of these activities into the same license. Uh, okay. So you don't need to be just an auction hall. You right. could combine auction hall with the auction organizing. Uh, license. So you would just um, have to add those separate activities and pay separate licensing fees, uh, but you are not restricted to be just one or the other. You can potentially even have all three classifications under your license. I mean, it's not surprising, is it, the likes of Sotheby's and Christie's, for example, the two big names that come to mind here in the DIFC, you know, there are there's wealth in the Emirates, so there are art pieces, there are cars, antiques, artifacts, etc., uh, worth some serious money. Um, can I come down to the nuts and bolts of auctions and how they work, just for a moment? Your, your understanding on um, do they work the same way as you know you or I would be used to in terms of procedures? You know, you register, you bid. If you win the bid, you then have to pay there and then. As far as I'm aware, it generally seems to be uh, that auctions are legally binding the moment the gavel falls, that exciting moment that the hammer falls. 
Indeed. And this is, as you very correctly said, you you can see why these kinds of activities would uh, be subject, would have to be subject to some additional regulations and that's or, or, yeah. or, or oversight. Yeah. Because while in other countries where perhaps auctions are a lot more of a um, uh, sort of have a, a longer historical existence, and it is just understood that once you, if you've raised that that uh, <laughs> that card and you are the last one, then voila, you're committed. You don't need yeah. to sign anything. So it's sort of understood that way in the UAE. Uh, you could imagine that perhaps there's got to be um, uh, some kind of a government oversight, as as is the case in, in other countries to an extent as well. Uh, the, to ensure that that kind of commitment means the same in this country as it does in others. Uh, so, um, so yes, the, it's the process more or less is the same. Uh, now, the um, uh, the protocols as to how you make that happen could be different. So, if you look at, for example, the Emirates auction as an example of how they do it. Uh, so there, when you bid, there is um, you put in a deposit, but you then ultimately also commit the full amount, and you could do it either by virtue of a check or you put a sort of money guaranteed on account uh, before you actually so to register for a bid. Uh, so there, there's a little bit of security or guarantee that's built built in already ahead of time in the protocol in the process of even applying for a bid. So it cannot be that I just. I just uh, rock up to, you know, to to Emirates auction and say, I want to bid for that car. Here is my little card. So you do have to pre-register. You have to put in, you have to identify yourself as a, as a person in terms of submitting all your identity documents to the, to the platform uh, and also putting, putting in some financial guarantees um, that you are going to go, that you're committed uh, to this process. So I'm not, intimately familiar with how auctions work in other countries. <laughs> to be honest with you, I haven't really auctioned uh, for anything, for any expensive pieces of art or artifacts. Uh, but uh, I would imagine there is probably similar registration requirements. Uh, but in the, in the UAE, you would ultimately have to put down um, some kind of security ahead of time. Uh, but it's really here, this is an example where part of it could be up to the auction houses. Yes. Uh, to implement that protocol or those requirements. Uh, so um, I would I would imagine still it's also in the interest of the authorities to ensure that no uh, illegitimate uh, transactions or, or or actions take place. So I could also see how the authorities might be interested in also having some additional oversight uh, and um, some regulations depending again on what it is that you're selling. Uh, but in many ways, the, the the auction houses themselves have the ability and the flexibility to introduce the protocols and requirements that they deem important and necessary for them to protect their interests. One final question, Adabella. I know this is a subject that you've been wanting to discuss uh, in podcast terms for a while, but exactly why is it important at this moment in time? Well, interesting, because what we have we have seen recently uh, sort of a peak interest, peaked interest in in these uh, activities uh, stemming from conflict in, in Europe, for example, so in particular Russian war on Ukraine, is and as you can imagine, there have been a lot of uh, there's a lot of artifacts, a lot of uh, luxury items um, that have um, and 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 art in particular, antiques um, that have in one way or another been uh, associated with um, Russia. For example, uh, so there's a lot of Russian auction houses that are set up in Europe, 
And there's a lot of and, and auctions in general have been quite popular amongst uh, people with, as you said earlier, with with wealth. And many Russians uh, over the last uh, several decades have had wealth, and so they they've been quite popular. But in particular for even like Russian art, right, and sort of Russian. Uh, originated artifacts. So, um, so and there have been specific uh, auction houses set up just for that. Well, now uh, because of the war, it has been a lot more challenging for them to work in um, in Europe, for example. So, we have had a few interest, a few actually requests to see what the um, what alternative basis these kinds of auction houses um, can explore uh, on kind of the world stage. Uh, so this is why this has been an interesting topic now, um, although the options have existed before, but we haven't, apart from Sotheby's and Christie's, there haven't been that many uh, sort of smaller auction houses, uh, perhaps some that we you know, that are less known as than Sotheby's and Christie's, to have really expressed interest in in having auction houses in the UAE. And, and when we did the research, there are not that many, to be honest with you, apart from these, the big names, there are not that many. While in other countries, there's a lot of much smaller auction houses. Uh, so um, um, so now this, this is why we've seen this this interest stemming from uh, from from this war uh, in Europe. And so um, and, and when we looked into it, uh, it's um, obvious that the, the legal framework and the regulations have been in place and have been in existence for quite some time. It just hasn't really been they have I guess there haven't been enough reasons to explore that platform beyond where where, where it is today uh, for smaller auction houses. But uh, I anticipate that um, as things progress, um, that we may see more of that uh, for one reason or another, I think irrespective of uh, what happens to uh, and how uh, to, to, to the war and, and, and um, dynamics of uh, sort of political unrest in Europe, I would imagine that um, even even organically within the UAE, uh, you could see because as, as you said, there's a lot of wealth here and there's a lot of people that have amassed very, very expensive things and toys. And I could see how somebody else might just be interested in setting up their own auction house um, just you know, just as a as an alternative to the bigger and perhaps a lot more bigger ticket uh, auction houses such as Sotheby's and Christie's. It's a fascinating topic. Auction houses on logical, the what's, the where's, uh, the why's, what you can and what you can't do when it comes to auction houses in the Emirates and a lot more as well. Our legal expert here on logical as ever, Ludmilla Yamalova, managing partner here at Yamalova and Pleska. Thank you once again. Thank you, Tim. You're amazing as always. Find us at LY Law, social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. There's also an ever-growing library, hundreds, and I mean hundreds, of podcasts on all kinds of legal matters, questions answered, all for free. And finally, to get a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or to talk to a UE-experienced legal professional, click contact at lylawyers.com.